relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Welcome, dear friends. America First one-on-one with the individuals who are the true experts, the real newsmakers. We get to do the deep dive. I love long-form radio, and I know you do too. Today, it's somebody who, well, you know, he's a multifaceted character. He has my back when I <clears throat> sometimes get close to fisticuffs, and he also is a guest host for the show. He's just a troublemaker extraordinaire, senior contributor at my buddy's townhall.com. Colonel K is his sobriquet, his nom de guerre here on America First. Colonel Kurt Schlichter, welcome back to America First. Thanks for having me, Dr. Gorka. I'm glad we could do a uh, long form and cover all sorts of stuff. Uh, we are going to go across the waterfront from domestic politics to the woke military, Chinese balloons, and so much more. But first things first, let's talk about primaries. I, I like primaries. I think you're a conservative. I know you're an American. Um, I like the idea of, you know, 16, 17 people getting into a ring, duking it out. Toughest guy at the end is left standing. Why, why are some people, irrespective of what camp you fall into, the neoliberal, neocon, MAGA, rhino, whatever, why do they think they have to decide who the candidate is two years before the election? I know I'm an immigrant, Kurt, but I'm a little confused. No, no, no. You are absolutely right on this. And uh, that's why I refuse to tell anybody you should vote for X. Because I don't first of all, I don't think anybody needs to be told who to vote for. I think they need to figure it out themselves. I think a primary is the way to do it. We've got uh, some incredible candidates as well as Nikki Haley. And (laughs) sorry, sorry. Can you say that sentence again? (laughs) We've got some incredible candidates as well as Nikki Haley. And and, and, you know, they've got to stand or fall. And that goes for the president. That goes for Ron DeSantis. That goes for Mike Pompeo, who uh, I, I, I think his foreign policy, America first foreign policy stuff is really good. I, I want to see what he has to say domestically. But that's the purpose of a primary. Let's get out there and, and, and see. Now, you've got some people muddying up the waters. Asa Hutchinson. Yeah, my God. I, I expect him to utter land of Goshen. And then get back in the chuck wagon and cook up some beans for the rest of the cavalry. Larry Hogan. Larry Hogan. Larry Hogan. Hogan. What? Hogan mania? (laughs) Who's the guy who wants, who's the guy who isn't Larry Hogan who wants Larry Hogan? All right. But, I mean, but, where do these guys, Chris Sununu? This guy's on the cutting edge no, no, of hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Come on, come on, come on. Let, let's be honest. We don't need a primary because on British television, so weird, John Bolton declared that he's running. So, I mean, it's oh, yeah. over, right? It's over. Oh, I, 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 I saw that, too. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, is the mustache going to be the president or the V? <laughs> All right. So, so let, let, let's talk about this for a second from, from a strategic. Let's, let's do a war college strategic analysis. Okay. Oh, dear. Um, I don't, climate change. <laughs> climate change. That's the threat to America. Not Trans awareness. Yes, yes, yes. The, the oceans oh, are rising. I, I, you meant old school war college. We, we don't need NORAD. Let's just call Greta Thunberg. Um, oh. <laughs> so how dare you? How she dare you? At it. How, how dare you? Da- how dare you? So here's the thing that I don't understand, because it's kind of like these people of double-digit IQs. I, I know who I'm supporting, because... I've worked for him, and my logic is he can't get reelected, so he can only serve four more years, so he can burn down the swamp. Every other candidate is going to want to get That's reelected, so 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 they'll they'll behave because they want to get reelected. My old boss will not behave, so that that's my logic. But but I want a primary, and also sure. the thing I don't understand. Help me out, Kurt, as a as a as a sharpened political commentator. So many voices I hear now, you know, pro Trump, anti Trump, pro DeSantis, whatever, saying. You can't divide the vote by having another candidate. But then why do we have primaries? Well, yeah. I mean, if you could talk people into just doing what you want, I'm all for it. I mean, I'm a lawyer. Uh, Yeah, that's the purpose of a primary is to divide the vote. 
and then you come together at the end and you know, I look, I'm, I'm committed to supporting whoever the uh, candidate is, right. including if, uh, you know, lightning strikes and if it's Nikki Haley. And that would be agonizingly painful to me. Uh, but I would do it because I'm a Republican and I'm playing in the primary. And that's that's the rule. We're going to get out there and the people are going to vote and they're going to decide. And they may be right. They may be wrong, but they get to decide. Uh, I, I'm not worried about dividing up the vote. I am. uh I, I, I think some of these people are pointless. You know, Chris Sununu. So, so why? Let, let's let's drill what? down on that because people asked me. I was on on uh, Breitbart Sirius yesterday, and Alex Marlow, the, the editor in chief, asked me. So why why on earth is Nikki Haley uh, announcing? And, and look, there, there's 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 three possible reasons. Tell me if I've missed any. Number one, their egos are bigger than their IQs. I think for most people that is the case. I mean, a, a John Kasich. I mean, what really, really, really? Um, secondly, money because they can they can raise m- literally millions of dollars and then siphon it off into other political activities. And then yeah. lastly, and maybe this is the case for Haley, but I don't buy it given what she said two years ago and what she did after she left the cabinet. We'll share that with you in a second. Um, they're, they're angling for a job in a Trump cabinet. Am I missing anything else? No, I, I definitely think uh, Nikki Haley wants to be the Veep for uh, whoever wins this. And I, Look, I, I make no secret. I think it's a two-man race. It's King Kong versus Godzilla. It's Trump <laughs> versus DeSantis, and everybody else is just Mothra. And doesn't uh, doesn't DeSantis because here's, here's the the analogy I've been using that it's been a debate on the right amongst the talking heads in the media you know the DeSantis versus Trump thing for about four months now if not five yeah. months and the weird thing is the governor of Florida hasn't said anything now yes he's focusing on Florida that is great but I give the analogy that imagine if you know, the, the press was full of reports, you know, Seb Gorka is going to replace Mark Levin or Dan Bongino or, you know, these are all my buddies. The idea that I wouldn't say something like, no, that's crap or, yeah, I've heard Dan wants to retire is weird. I would feel incumbent upon me as an honorable person to say something. Why isn't Ron saying anything? Well, I, I don't think it's a matter of honor. I think it's a matter of strategy. If he's there doing, uh, look, the strategy for DeSantis has got to be: I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a governor. I'm going to do great things, and I'm not going to get in any political fight. Uh, people may fire at me, but I'm going to. Uh, uh, my my answer is going to be my actions, and I think that's a solid strategy. That would be the one I recommended if I was one of his advisors. But at some, um, but at some point, he's got to go o- over. Yes. It. Oh, oh, yeah. A- a- at some point, and I look. Uh, I'm a colonel. I'd attack when it was at my advantage, when I had the maximum force at the decisive point. And that's what, uh, you know, that's what I, I, I think he ought to do. At, at some point, I, I, I think he's hoping uh, that uh, folks like Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, <laughs> Larry Hogan, um, uh, engage Trump and that they all beat each other up. And then he comes in and he can be strong and uh, uh, relatively undamaged. So let's, you know, let's see how it works out for him. Maybe it'll work. I Maybe just, it won't work. I just want to remind I just want to remind people what 2015 was like. It was fun. I mean, thanks to Donald yes. Trump. And, you know, the, we had the big Duke out. Politics yep. was entertaining again. I'm looking it, forward it to was. that, Kurt. Uh, it, it was. I uh, Look, that's seven years ago. Wow. Uh, a, 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 a potential hit on Trump is that, uh, you know, some people are probably tired of the whole vibe about Donald Trump. And that's that's something he's got to, you know, that's a factor he's got to deal with. Uh, he's also not on Twitter, which is, you know, he's on True Social, but he's that ba- doesn't he's have He's back on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram as of Monday. They let oh, him really? back on. Oh, yes. Yes. God, what, what a, what a, dis- what a, you know, it's just an embarrassment on this country that, uh, the guy half of America chose to be their representative was banned from these media outlets. That is so that is just despicable and disgusting. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to ban anybody from anything. Uh, but, they, they, you know, but this is just a, this is just an insult to the half of America who loves Donald Trump. Now, of course, the problem for Trump is half of America hates Trump and he's got to <laughs> deal with that, too. 
Yes, indeed. But what does I point out to people who keep calling up? I don't know if they're paid, if the calls are coming all from Florida, from some phone bank saying, oh, oh, he's in trouble. He's lost the middle. I say, really? That's weird because he got, he got 10 million more votes the last time than he did the first time. That doesn't look like losing to me unless you're doing Biden math. We're talking to Colonel K. Follow him right now at Kurt Schlichter townhall.com as well he is the author most recently of inferno number seven in the kelly turnbull series number eight will be finished imminently and also will be back as well you've got to get that he is the author of non-fictional works as well including will be back the fall and uh, rise of america i'm sebastian gorka this is america first if you enjoy the show make sure that you are subscribed it costs you absolutely nothing go to your local podcast platform whichever one you prefer spotty Apple Podcasts, whatever it be. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave us a five-star review and share the links with your friends. And don't forget, we've got America First gear at our store, all made in America, SebGorkaStore.com. Hottest selling item is the FBI t-shirt. Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. Get yours today. SebGorkaStore.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorkaStore.com. He still has a lot of popularity. If he runs again in 2024, will you support him? Yes. If he decides that he's going to run, would that preclude any sort of run that you would possibly make yourself? I would not run if President Trump ran. What? What? I would not run if President Trump were running in 2024? Oh my gosh, Ambassador Haley doesn't know the internet is forever! If President Trump can't trust her, who can trust her? Uh, Allegedly, tomorrow you have a piece coming out at townhall.com. Can you give our three million listeners a little sneak, a little peek about uh, your take on uh, Nikki Haley's strange, surprising announcement, Colonel K? Well, it's going to be called... um uh, no to Nikki Harris, uh, the Kamala Harris of the Republican Party. Ooh. And the nicest thing I say about her is that she's a mediocrity. Um, look, you, you know, the problem with Nikki Haley is no one trusts her to be conservative. And when you catch her on, on, on TV making a commitment. Now, look, I don't expect politicians to, you know, be rigorously honest. I'm a realistic cat. <laughs> but, you know. If you lie to my face about one thing, I got a jury instruction around here somewhere that says if someone's, uh, uh, d- uh, you know, uh, intentionally deceptive about one thing, you may consider that they may be decep- intentionally deceptive about many things or is, all isn't things. That, isn't that called a fact pattern counsel? Yes. This is, uh, uh, you know, they just look, the hit on Nikki Haley is no one trusts her to get out there and promote America first agenda. In fact, I think she is a uh, uh, I think she's on the cutting edge of 2005. Have you seen her, you know, hacky uh, 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 political action committee? I swear it's something like the Eagle Forum for Families and Eagles and Freedom and the flag and also Eagles. It's just like the most basic hack. You know, consultant. This is what those conservatives will eat up. Yeah. Put the flag in the name. You know, but, but, but also the ad, the the ad that she oh. she launched on Tuesday was like it 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 was like you, you know NPR. Everybody, you can't be on NPR unless you actually have Valium flowing in your blood. I mean, yeah. that's the way. We, it was like somebody from NPR was given more Valium, and it was like the most. <laughs> Uninspiring. This is a PSA. Yes, I'm America. Vote for. It was like I'm not trying to be, you know, snide here. It was like this is this is supposed to excite people. No, she deserves mockery, uh, and uh, we need to mock people who are uh, uh, not cutting it so that they will do better. Look, she's the kind of person who goes, "I love America and the flag, and I don't care who that offends." (laughs) You know, it's like. It's stop making me, <laughs> you know, stop, stop trying to uh, treat me like I'm an idiot. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not the idiot. I'm not the guy who's going to waste tens of millions of dollars on a presidential campaign that she will never win. Yeah, but those consultants, they'll make a lot of money, yeah. as they always do. Just oh, one last thing, and we'll, we'll move on. Here's a photograph of Nikki Haley taken just after she left the Trump administration as a member of the cabinet, because, yes, the U.N. ambassadorship oh, yeah. is, a member of the, uh, is, a, is a member of the cabinet. There's Nikki Haley! 
with a massive grin standing next to her buddy. Oh, who's that? Oh, John Brennan, Obama's CIA director who voted for Gus Hall, the communist candidate for president, and who called Nikki Haley's boss treasonous. So that's all you need to know. If you're prepared to yuck it up with the likes of John Brennan, we got your number, Nikki Haley. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. You used the phrase America first, Colonel K. We haven't spoken on this topic since it occurred. So give me your take on um, the, the speakership debate and the performance of Kevin in the last three weeks. I would say, look, I don't trust a, a politician as far as I can spit them. But so far, so good. Yes. And look, I, I'm no fan of Kevin McCarthy. I, I don't think he's hard like we are. But, you know, when somebody look, I say yes to success when someone is performing and he's performing, he he he, he got the house back. He uh, managed to make a deal that brought him the speakership. And now he's not taking guff from these damn communists and their regime media minions. I, I He's doing everything I ask. So I'm saying yes. He earned it. He's got it. I support him. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I don't have to like him. He's he's he, he's done it. So and, uh, I, I I think we need to encourage people who are doing a good job. So far, he's done a good job. So let's go back to the war college. Let's get our powerpoints ready, or we're of a certain ge- generation where it would be uh, Harvard it, graphics. It would be graphics. It would be it would be the uh, the, the 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 felt tip pen on the acetate. on the celluloid on the acetate. Um, balance of power. Uh, balance of forces, center of gravity. Is the Republican Party now, given the influence of the 20, given the rise of you know new faces like J.D. Vance, Lauren Boebert, Gates, and the rest, it, is the rhino an endangered species? Let me put it like that. Is, is, is America first ascendant, Kurt, or do we still have a long way to go? Uh, the answer to both uh, those is yes. Look, it, it, it takes a long time to evolve. You know, Neanderthal man was uh, walking around next to Homo sapiens for a long time before the Neanderthal went away. Right. And uh, the, the rhinos, look, we're always going to have, it, it, both parties are going to approach 50-50. That's, that's the natural state for two parties. So each is going to have to have a broad coalition. And I am uh, resigned to the fact that most of my coalition is going to be to my left. Because I'm a very right wing guy. Um, some people are you. Are you one me. of those ultra MAGA types? MAGA extremist. <laughs> um, I, I like to think of myself as a patriot, but that's just me. Look, you know, a lot of people get frustrated at Susan Collins. I don't, because Susan Collins is exactly what Susan Collins says she's going to be. Yeah. She's as conservative as you'll get in Maine. She does her own thing. Yeah, she's in my party, but my party's going to have a range that she doesn't offend me. But but, but that's di- but that's different. Offends- for example, to a Sununu, who yeah. you know beats his chest about you know New Hampshire this and America that, and he's just milk toast. Yeah, he's soft. Look, we're going to have soft folks. You know, Sununu doesn't understand what's happened in the last eight years. Yeah, he still thinks this is two thousand five, and we've got to obey the corporations. Right. You know. How dare you stand up to the corporations? Right. What? How dare you use your power to protect your family and your culture from these bizarre groomer perverts? 
But you think the balance has slightly shifted in the favor of the Patriots? Let's just use the word. Oh, Patriots. yeah, it, it's inevitable. Okay. And it'll it'll continue to go that way. Um, there will always be some people who frustrate us because they're not as conservative as we are. Yeah. Follow him, but right? that's what you get when you're awesome. People who are less <laughs> awesome. Will not everybody can be opinion. awesome. This is Kurt's motto. Not everybody can be awesome. Follow him at Kurt Schlichter. The latest book is Inferno. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Make sure you are following us on all social media platforms. We are everywhere that matters. Truth Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Getter, Telegram, Clout Hub. You can watch us. Yes, we are a television show. At SalemNewsChannel.com and my personal site. Substack for my latest analysis on the China balloons. I think we should discuss that next. SebastianGorka.substack.com. It's my whole name in one word. SebastianGorka.substack.com. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented the MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest and coolest pillow you'll ever own for my exclusive listeners that my pillow 2.0 has a buy one get one free offer with promo code gorka my pillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100 made in the usa and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee just go to mypillow.com click on the radio list of square for the buy one get one free offer enter promo code gorka or call 800-829-8468 that's code g-o-r-k-a goat today thank you to everybody who has been uh, who have been so incredibly generous in the last what is it six days we ran this uh, rapid campaign to support those who are suffering as a result of the earthquakes in turkey and syria you've really stepped up to the plate today is the last day to make a donation we have more than thirty-five thousand people dead as a result of this natural catastrophe please help food for the poor our partners are on the ground providing medicine providing food to those who whose lives have been devastated, who've lost their homes, lost their loved ones. Please make a donation today. Today is the last day. If you can spare just $20 or $100, you will literally be saving lives. Easiest way is go to my website, sebgorka.com, and click on the Help Turkey and Syria banner. God bless you. Or you can just text my name, G-O-R-K-A, to the number 9199. That's G-O-R-K-A to the number 9199, Com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, and the Help Turkey and Syria banner. God bless all of you. Play cuts. I want to be clear. The three objects taken down this weekend are very different from what we were talking about last week. We knew exactly what that was, a PRC surveillance balloon. And as we have said, we do not assess that the recent objects pose any direct threat to the people on the ground, and we will continue to focus on confirming their nature and purpose. We will continue to focus on uh, working out their nature after we blew them out of the sky. So that's the Secretary of Defense, Kurt, who said... We shot these three things out of the sky, but we don't know what they are. And we'll get back to you when we know what they are. Look, This guy used to wear a uniform, Kurt. I've never been pretty. I've never been very impressed by uh, General Austin. (laughs) And I I continue to be unimpressed. Um, I think we're going to find out that this has been going on for a while and the military just hasn't mentioned it because they didn't think it was a big deal and because it interfered with their... uh, you know, Trans Awareness Day celebrations. <laughs> um, you know, I, I mean, my gosh. It, it, you know, wh- look at the state of our military. Did you recently see that they're blaming... It, this is outrageous. They are blaming America's young people for being too afraid to be in the military because they don't feel safe. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I missed this. Tell, tell me about this, Kurt. They, they are explaining their failure to recruit, not because of wokeness. Low, lowest, because, lowest recruiting figures since the volunteer force began. Sorry, carry ever. on. And, and a lot of it's because guys like me, vets, are refusing to tell people to join up right now. Right. Because they don't trust this uh, administration. 
And they are blaming it. I, it it's so it, it just infuriates me on young people are too afraid. They, they don't feel safe being they're afraid they'll get hurt. And of course, Tucker last, uh, you know, a couple nights ago had a uh, kid on who swam out into an icy river to pull an old man and a dog out of a car that was sinking under the ice. You know, right. like a 16 year old kid did this. Right. Our kid, you know, I, I, I will put our young people up today against any group. Uh, there are no bad soldiers, Dr. Gorka. There's only bad leaders. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just disgusted by this. And the question is, how much does this pervade the rest of the officer corps? When I was in the Defense Department, after a few years, I just wanted to hang out with anybody under the rank of 05 or 06. If you're a major yeah. or below... I, I, the likelihood of you being woke was minimal. The higher, the closer you got to a one star and above, the odds are that you're going to get super political. How, how, how pervasive do you think it is, Kurt? I, I think it's very pervasive. The thing is, soldiers do what the commander checks. If the commander's checking wokeness, you're going to get a woke force. If they're checking combat readiness, you'll get combat ready force. Uh, and it's, you know, as a military hierarchy, it's very, very responsive to the chain of command. So if you have a, a, a new leader, perhaps President Trump 2.0 or some other uh, president who says, no, my focus is combat readiness. And here's a list of generals who are fired. Um, you will see a rapid, rapid change back to normal. Frankly, most soldiers, airmen, Marines, whatever the hell Space Force people are, uh, have no desire to be part of some woke nonsense. Look, they know what's nonsense and what isn't. Even if they're spouting this dogma, they know it's crap. Yeah, They want to be in the greatest fighting force in human history. It, uh, I had the pleasure and the honor of being there uh, at the height of America Power in 7th Corps Main Headquarters at, uh, during Desert Storm when 7th Corps just gutted multiple divisions uh, as if they weren't even there, uh, uh, almost, almost uh, uh, like a Hannibal level yeah. stuff. No, and was... to be part of that is an incredible feeling. And that's what our young people want, to be part of the greatest instrument of human justice and freedom in human history. It can be done. We've done it before, but it requires leadership from the top. We're talking to Colonel K, author of the Kenny Turnbull series. The latest is Inferno. We are coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios. If you're in daily pain, if you've tried everything else and failed to find relief, do what I did more than four years ago. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. You can join half a million people like Yvonne from California. This is her story. Both my husband and I are in our 70s and are so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them have given us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. Just those two words should be reason enough. Call today, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do, and I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Yvonne, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Right, so let's just stay on this topic uh, for a moment, if we may, of, of saving the military or, or unwokifying it under the next commander-in-chief. 
I don't know. Maybe you're the wrong person to ask because you live in a den of perverts and sex fiends. That is California or, or rather Los Angeles. So, but I, you may get out of there now and again. I think you probably once in, a once in a while. And my contention, maybe I'm just just overly optimistic, is that the patriotic America that wants to serve, that believes in America, that doesn't want to divide us based upon race, that understands we are the greatest nation on God's earth, it exists outside of the metropolises, that it's there. It's in what is derisively called by the quote-unquote self-anointed elite, the flyover states. Am I, am I you know, in a pipe dream, or is it still there? What's your, your take, Kurt? Well, it, it actually exists. It, it does exist out there. It exists here, too. I'm going to drive by South Torrance High School uh, in a little while to go see my mom on Val. Uh, and, uh, the day after Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, they lost several students in the uh, war on terror in a, a nice suburb right by the beach. These are people who didn't have to join the military. They chose to. The desire to serve is everywhere, Dr. Gorka in our country, even in dens of iniquity like my beloved California. Uh, so you, and have, I so you have hope. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, look, if, if I'm going to bet on anything, my sure bet, okay, dealer showing a six and I've got, a, uh, I've got two kings, you know, at blackjack, I'm going to bet on America's young people because I led them. I saw them. I experienced their courage. I was honored to lead them. I was stunned that I was allowed to. Uh, so I will always bet on America's young people. Always. Every time. Good. All in. Good. That makes me feel better. The, the uh, nonfiction book is We'll Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America by our buddy, Colonel K. Kurt Schlichter. Um, let's return to the strategic level of, of the last 10 days in America for me, the argument is, and I, I wrote this on my substack, less about why a balloon, why 60,000 feet, what was the array under it, why did it stop and hover over this military base and not that one. My, my issue is how this is psychologically and politically exploited by our enemies. I look at Beijing and I, I say, you know, Xi Jinping is saying, look, they didn't touch us until this vehicle had finished its intelligence mission they shot it down over the ocean and then once they were embarrassed they shot down you know three weather balloons in the middle of nowhere that were of nugatory intelligence value and they can they can demonstrate they can point at this to taiwan to vietnam to singapore so even if it's just a balloon the lack of our response and then the trigger happiness this is Perhaps exactly what Beijing wanted, Kurt. Look, you you, you are correct uh, that the main effort in this was information operation, not a, a ISR information, in, uh, intelligence, surveillance, reconnaissance. Uh, I, I'm sure they got interesting information, but the real message was, we're the boss. Yeah. You're submissive. And that message has come through loud and clear. And if you think the Vietnamese don't know it, you know, the Cambodians are building a giant uh, PLA Navy base. Yeah. Did you, did you, huge one. Uh, and, you know, the, the Cambodians and the Chinese are not necessarily pals. Right. But the, the, the Cambodians are like, finger to the wind. I know which way the wind's blowing. And it ain't blowing towards America right now. Now, if you, if you look at their own side, if you look at the fact that, that Obama in his memoir, and I'll edit it here, said never underestimate Joe Biden's capacity to F things up. If you look at their former defense secretary and CIA director, Robert Gates, who said for 40 years uh, Joe Biden has been on the wrong side of every international issue. Here's my question to you. We've got just under two years left under this uh, chief executive. What's going to be the reaction if China does roll up Taiwan after what we've seen in Afghanistan, uh, the response to Russia, the response to the surveillance vehicle? How is this administration going to respond to some truly monumental tectonic shift in the geopolitical order? I expect whatever it is to be the worst of all possible worlds It'll be, you know, it's, you know, you can do nothing, you can do everything, or you can do half measures uh, and, and achieve no, no objectives. 
I, I, I would think that they will do half measures. And uh, look, I think a lot of people are going to get killed if uh, the Chinese go into Taiwan. And then I think Taiwan will get, be taken. And there are a lot of things we could do about it very quickly. I have no confidence that we will do them. Uh, I'm not privy to any kind of special secret information or anything. Everything I know now is public source. Uh, but I don't believe that we have either structure, the equipment, or the will to defend Taiwan the way Taiwan would need to be defended. Yeah. And it doesn't make me happy to say that. I'm not, I'm not thrilled about this. I just got to call it as I see it. I think we're in a very dangerous time. And I think Xi, looking at the correlation of forces, uh, has a two-year opening. Yeah, he has a, a two-year opening. If you look at the last two years, it's uh, not an accident that, for example, Putin's invasion of Russia the first time uh, came, well, Georgia under uh, George yep. W. Bush. Uh, the first time the Crimea was under Obama. The yep. second time now was under Biden, not long after the um, disastrous, catastrophic surrender of Afghanistan with the only strategic airfield in Central Asia that was in our control and with the loss of life of 13 of our war fighters. Uh, yes. there, there is a window of opportunity. As, as my old boss at the National Defense University used to say, um, the enemy, the, the best rule in irregular warfare, which is what the Chinese understand uh, so well, is the enemy plays for the breaks. A grand strategy is great, but no plan survives you know, first contact with the enemy. And the, the, the acute exploitation of circumstance to your benefit, playing for the breaks, is what good adversaries do and good enemies do. And that's exactly the uh, position that Xi Jinping, Putin, uh, the Mullahs, and Little Kim find themselves in right now. We're talking to the author of Inferno, Get Yours Today, because you've got to read it before number eight comes out. It's the Kelly Turnbull ser uh, series from Kurt Schlichter, also his book. We'll be back, The Fall and Rise of America. Follow him at Kurt Schlichter. Read his articles at Town Hall. Can't wait for the one on uh, Ambassador Nikki Haley. Yes, she's such a soaring eagle. This is America First coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating. Half a million Americans across the country, me included, but not just me. It's people like Dem Debrin from Massachusetts. This is Debrin's story. I just started taking a relief actor four days ago. My hip pain is gone. I had a horrible time sleeping because of the pain. I absolutely love how I am feeling. Thank you, Relief Factor. Whether it's your hip, your back, your shoulder, your knee, whatever it is, try this product that is liberating half a million Americans. Just go to relieffactor.com, order the three-year quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you, like it works for me, Debrin, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. Call right now, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Last question is taking our War College uh, analysis and applying it to the realm of politics. And we can take Trump or DeSantis out of the equation. This is irrespective of you know, who wins the, the primaries. It's the question of Marquis of Queensbury rules. When is our side going to understand that we're not dealing with a normal adversary? This isn't a political party. When, when the Democrats want open borders... Uh, termination of pregnancies in the nine mo nine, ninth month, 16-year-old uh, voters, uh, the Supreme Court pact. This isn't, this isn't politics in the sense of politics that our parents and our grandparents understood. When, are con when is the conservative establishment, Kurt, ever going to wake up, or are they? Well, they'll wake up when we take over. They, nice. Look, norms, norms and rules are, are comforting. That's, that's their purpose. So you kind of know how things will go and you'll be protected. And when they go out the window, uh, you have one of two responses. You can either accept that and understand there are new rules, or you can bury your head in the sand like one of those guys that, uh, uh, you know, one of the Romans surrounded at Cannae just waiting for the, uh, 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 the, the, the Carthaginians to come and finish them off and bury your head. It's not a wise idea to pretend 
that uh, everybody's playing by the same rules. But it, it is human nature for some weak people. We just got to get strong people who understand, hey, when you change the rules, you change the rules. So it's a numbers game. We, we those yeah. who are prepared to fight, simply have to outnumber those yes. who are comforted by norms. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The Chris Sununus need to go away, and the guys who are going to, uh, uh, you know, draw the horrible gasps of uh, fear from the left, uh, they need to be ascendant. And I think they are. And I think Donald Trump uh, uh, it will, will, you know, I, I think that's his greatest gift to us. I mean, he's got all these great achievements, but his greatest gift was teaching us, hey, right. you don't have to surrender. Yeah. You can fight and you can win yeah. because these guys have a glass jaw. Bingo, bingo, bingo. We, we owe him for making politics fun again, for uh, throwing the Marquis of Queensbury rules out the window and for calling out the fake news media. I think that's, a, that's at least three things we have to Huge. chalk up to him. In the meantime, uh, cogs and kisses to your mum. Follow this man at Kurt Schlichter on Twitter, townhall.com. Can't wait for that piece. And please, if you haven't done so, today is the last opportunity. Please, please donate to those who are suffering as a result of that awful, awful earthquake in Anatolia, in Syria, and in Turkey. Please go to sebgorka.com and click on the Help Turkey and Syria banner for food for the poor. God bless every single one of you. Give as much as you can because you are literally saving lives. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com, and the Help turkey and syria banner wherever you are whatever you're doing keep your head on a swivel watch your six hold the line never give up never give in and do stay frosty our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation Conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. I have a dream Ask not. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. And we will make America great again. This is America First with Sebastian Gorka. Breaking news. Many hearts across the world will be broken today. Lost too early at the age of 82. Rakal Welsh, the legend, is gone. Rest in peace. Let's pray for the soul of Rakal Welsh and her family. If you're of a certain vintage... um, you know what Rakal Welsh means to you. Number here, America First, is 833-33-GORKA, 833-334-6752. We have an incredible show for you today. Breaking news out of Northern Virginia, a cover-up of the transgender multiple rapes in the public schools. We have the latest on the balloon fiasco, and we have Kurt Schlichter, that troublemaker Colonel K, with us for America First one-on-one. First, uh, let me share with you something I did earlier today. Um, I was just walking the dogs, and I felt inspired to just try and connect some dots. Connect the dots of the balloon Farago, the Biden-Beijing balloon fiasco, and then also connect it to the strange recent telling of a conspiratorial story surrounding the Nord Stream pipeline by Seymour Hersh. We are supposed to believe the following. Well, let's start with Seymour Hersh. The Biden administration, months in advance, 
deployed a naval diving unit to the Baltic Sea, where they planted C4 explosive, remotely controlled explosives, that uh, were three months later used to detonate the Nord Stream pipeline, which wasn't in fact being used, or at least was under 20% of its designed capacity, and so strike some kind of blow against the Putin regime in Moscow. Right, so just file that. Biden, super secret James Bond kind of mission, three months in advance, under the sea, up against a Russian pipeline, which, of course, should it be connected back to the nation that did it, would be considered an act of war. Absolutely an act of war. Now, what we have just learned from CBS today, and I'm going to try and connect the dots here, is that the Biden intelligence agencies, the DOD included, I presume our satellite elements as well, tracked the first 200-foot-wide Chinese surveillance balloon from its launch point in China, tracked it since it took off and all the way across the Pacific into Canada, across the Aleutian Islands chain, into Alaska, across America, tracked it from its genesis, but only (laughs) was prepared to shoot it down after it had left our land territory, shoot it down over the ocean in a place that would make it almost impossible to recover its payload intact. Yeah, you could pick up the, you know, the mylar balloon elements, but that's hardly very relevant in terms of finding out what the machine underneath the balloon was doing, what kind of arrays it had. Then we find out from the same report this morning from CBS that none of the three aerial vehicles shot down last weekend by NORAD in the first military activity in U.S. airspace since NORAD was created in 1958. None of them were spy vessels. Now let's just connect all of those together for a moment. This administration actually knew China was sending a massive surveillance vessel to America that traversed the diagonal swath of our nation, loitered, it has certain maneuverability capabilities, loitered above some of our most sensitive sites, including what? Including some of our missile batteries. Yeah. And that object was allowed to do so. It was picked up by somebody, by a civilian, and as a result, the administration was embarrassed into doing something eventually, but only after the surveillance platform had successfully executed its mission, scooped up whatever it wanted to scoop up in terms of signals intelligence, photographic intelligence, Mazint machinery and other radiation intelligence. And so what? The Biden administration has a shoot-on-sight order of weather balloons. Allegedly, according to one report, the balloons that were shot down at the weekend were scientific research balloons. If you add that to Seymour Hersh's story that, strangely, is getting a lot of people on the right very agitated, very excited, who believe a man who has basically lied since the My Lai massacre about the American national security establishment, about what our troops have done, always blaming our troops from Vietnam to Abu Ghraib, Seymour Hersh has chosen to lambast our serving military. 
We're supposed to believe at one at the same time that this administration is so gung-ho, so James Bond, so leaning forward into the threat environment that they're prepared months in advance to send in a special mission to surreptitiously place an explosive device on a pipeline, the rupture of which will cause a massive environmental catastrophe in the Baltic Sea. People are still measuring the impact of that explosion and what was leaked into the ocean subsequently. That is ideologically pro-global warming, save the seals, the environment is collapsing. That administration is going to do a super secret mission. But it can't stop a 200-foot wide balloon. I don't buy it. Occam's razor is very useful. Given all the options, the most simple answer is probably the right one. I don't buy it that an administration afraid of the Taliban that left $83 billion worth of equipment in Afghanistan was planning an act of war surreptitiously in advance three months before they detonated a pipeline, sent in special Navy divers, and then they can't stop a 200-foot-wide balloon. Take your choice. Incompetence? Yeah, they're ideological. Yeah, they're evil. I'm not lessening the evil of these people, but they are rank incompetence. Common sense is your friend, my friends. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, make sure you guarantee you never, ever miss any of our long-form interviews with the true experts, with the real newsmakers. That's America First one-on-one. Go right now to your favorite podcast platform. Go to Spotify. Go to Apple Podcasts. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends and never, ever miss one of our deep dives. If you like America First, you should be America First. Show it with pride. Wear it with pride. Go to our store. Everything is made in America. From the FBI t-shirt we launched with Chris Plant. This one stands for Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. The Elon Musk t-shirt and mug. Hashtag Twitter files. Are you paying attention to what Elon is revealing? And of course, the challenge coin, my books, and so much more. SebGorkaStore.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.